Welcome everyone. My name is Vida and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. A podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. This is episode 8 of season 1 and I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are we doing, Bora? Doing good, Vida. How are you keeping? I'm good too, Bora. Out of lockdown from midnight yesterday and uh, I'm eager to get back to training uh, next week. Lots of feedback about our last episode we did with Estelle and it was released midweek. A lot of request to do more uh, interview episodes for our uh, looks like we'll have to do one every week or every other week if you haven't listened to our chat with Estelle yet you can find it next to this episode in your podcast feed and if you are a youtube person check it out on youtube now as i always say we got a lot to talk about including ipl is at the playoff stage and i might have changed my mind about the winning team bora interesting i'd love to know what Where, which team you're going to go with but let's touch base with that we talk about that later and sri lanka team is in oman playing two t20s sri lanka domestic cricket starting end of this <laughs> month looks like the ashes series has finally got the green light uh, from ecb where should we start today bora yeah a few things happening over the week uh, of cricket interesting so but i'd like to start with the ipl because it's a back end of the ipl four teams already qualified delhi capitals and csk fighting to secure the finals berth as well as um, rcb and the kolkata night riders as the third and fourth teams to round it off it's a interesting back end tournament a lot of eyes would be on it now as well as from the international teams because that leads into the international t20 world cup played out in the uae so a lot of focus will be on the main topic the pitch how it plays out we've seen the ground status in terms of the dimensions of each grounds it's put into test by the ipl teams playing it so probably most teams are working on different combinations uh, to face to understand what what would be a winning formula for them but let's mm. start with the ipl with a yeah yeah finally finish with the league stage and if you talk about the playoff scenario top two teams will get another chance if, even if they lose the first game so chennai and uh, delhi capitals will compete in the first qualifier followed by rcb and kkr So Vida, talking about the teams you mentioned, you probably changing teams or you're thinking about another team. What team are we talking about? Yes, yes. You and I both, we were back in Delhi Capitals to win it. But yeah. looking at the recent form, I've changed my mind and I'm backing RCB now. That's Kohli's, I mean, Kohli's going to get his first trophy. Hands yes. Yes, Maxwell's in good form and yeah, um, he's turned it around. And Kohli is determined to prove a point that he's not only a good batsman, he's a good leader as well. And um, I think they've sorted their wicket keeping problem <clears throat> as well. They got your favorite Garton in there, left armer. Yeah, they got a good spinner in Chahal. So yeah, with the current we... with current form, I'm backing them <laughs> to win this for us. Uh, that's good. I think we were gonna lead into. discussing the teams the four teams that are in the play playoffs good one to start with rcb i can see why you've changed your feel they they are pushing the case combination wise spot on with where they've managed to i mean the wicket keepers come along 
settle their combination yeah my views is that yep rcb is led the charge on the back of maxwell's form uh, yep. he's turned it around i think he's scored four fifties uh, on the trot so he's changed and he's come a lot through a lot of criticism in social oh, media yeah. his dollar tag um, on past performances where mm. he's fetched a fair dollar tag in terms of the auctions that have gone through i mean the million dollar tag and they're mm. not performing has been the massive criticism out there i mean credit to him he's done uh, he's performing really well amidst all those combination wise you're spot on they've managed to turn it around uh, they've looked to have got a settled combination now heading into the important two games that they have um, if they win the next one the all important finals with the combination also one player you might I'd like to add because I love uh, a bit of stats right yeah in the RCB camp they've got Dan Christian and Dan Christian's a thing about him because every team that he's played in T20 comms have gone yep. on to win the trophy absolutely yep. he's a big game so, player yeah he is a big yep. game player and mm. he has that you know the vibes of winning i'm sure when rcb got him on yeah you know he got a player who's got a history of winning tournaments i mean in yep. sri lanka we always talk about there's a player who was in that team <laughs> with, I... um, <laughs> yep. so really, yeah. uh, brings back a lot of history uh, you know where the players Kanda would jokingly um, till that Kanda be think mm-hmm. even he came out on social media and said Akhil Dhananjay said uh, they've already won the trophy because Kanda is in that because he's won yeah. the, the first SLPL yep. tour now when you look back here we go he's won it so Dan Christian mm-hmm. on the back of those he has that x factor for them it could pay a part he is in the plain 11 now because yep. rcb settled into that overseas slots of george mm. gart dan christian ab and maxwell yeah. we, they did try vanidu into the mix but unfortunately he couldn't settle into his spot so there's a few things for him to work on Mm. Dushmanta didn't get a go but I'm sure he's uh, learning a lot through the different coaches or exposures that he's having yeah. to behind the scenes of games being analyzed. And let's go to your favorite team uh, Delhi Capitals Bora. Steve Smith's not even getting a game there. Yeah. As I was telling in our earlier episodes they got two very good fast bowlers from South Africa yeah. bowling 145 plus. plus uh, two patels in there and ashwin and they got shikhar dawan prithvi show rishad pant trezaya and hetmer so they got a good team i saw uh, ricky ponting was mentioning that pitches are getting slower and they're getting tired so spinners will play a big part in this two qualifiers and final i think yeah interesting like i'm still back in delhi capitals that's a team i'm back in with and with the names that you mentioned something that stands out is the consistency you pretty much named eight players to nine players that are yeah. in that 11 who's playing through yeah i mean they've pushed out combination wise they are playing three overseas players they've yeah. pushed out the fourth overseas player so smith is not getting a game he'll get a game <laughs> if the top 3 one of the top 3 is not playing yeah. through injury mm. or something they've got out of loss of form that could be the main factor mm. so as it stands they've found a good consistent level the gray area or the area that i'm sure ricky pontins also trying to get 
the player slotted in is the number six slot in that order. Mm. So that will open up to... I was looking at their squads. I mean, there's a player who hasn't featured in this IPL or hasn't played many games. He's Ajinke Rahani. And yeah. he's, a, I mean, he's a massive player to have in your camp, right? I mean, Steve Smith batting at number six, not going to contribute much. Ajinke Rahani again, I'm not sure if they'll get into bat at number six. It's not going to suit his role. The next person we could think about is Sam Billings. I think he's in that squad mm. as the overseas player, but he hasn't mm. played games. So I'm not sure if they'll mm. uh, expose a player who hasn't played any games straight away in that number six slot. So that's the wobbly area for the team because they need that number six player to support Hetty or um, Hetmeyer, the West Indies player, who's yeah. a strong Everything else is looking sorted. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the top order. You got Shikadavan, Prithvishaw, Shreya. He's Sire. a top scorer, isn't he? Shikadavan. Yeah. I mean, he's making a Shikadavan. case because they they left him out from the T20 World Cup squad. For a T10 20 analyst, I think they've they covered a lot of bases. I mean, it's got a left hand, right hand batting combination through the orders, and then you got two fast bowlers who bowl 145 plus. You got a good off spinner and a left arm spinner, so they seem to have gotten that combinations right. I'm mm. sure leading, but the thing is, they haven't won an IPL before, so yep. it's a killing yep. factor playing into those. You know, pressure games. I think that's a good segue to go to Chennai, Pura. I mean, they've won oh, it yeah. three times. I think three times, yeah. Looking at their team, they hardly changed their 11. You know, they, yeah. even in the past years, they haven't really changed their 11. And, you know, they stick to their overseas players and uh, they pretty much have 11 that have played throughout. If I go through the names, they got Gaikwad, Faf, Utapa, Moin, Raidu, MS, Serge Adeja, DJ yeah, Bravo, Chaha, yeah. Shadul, Hazelwood. Out of them, 10 of them can pack in the top six. It's a very good unit and very balanced unit. It's the, a very strong team that's proven over a period. I mean, numerous years they've led they've like we talk about teams who know to play finals this is a team that mm. has just that you know along with Mumbai Indians uh, Chennai Super Kings seem to be the team that are always there leading the charge Dhoni's playing Raina who's a I mean IPL legend to have it he seems to have dropped down from that number three position to a low middle order spot, but again, a very experienced campaigner. Sir Jadeja, as we fondly call, or the social media is called, he's, you know, a live wire to have in the team. But mm. for them, what has been the strength has been the top order batting with Gaikwad is a new player uh, in, into the 11, as well as Duplessis, who's playing the role of yeah. an opener. The more he performs at the IPL, the more his omission from the South African seems to I be a glaring one, you know. <laughs> but it's a strong combination again. Dhoni, he's a calming influence. Stephen Fleming leads, he's the coach there. He's mm. been, you know, like you say, a settled team up there. Yeah. And it's almost like you don't have a lot to talk about because you know what you're getting from them going Absolutely. into the game. Yeah. You know, there's not, yep. not a lot of tinkering, not a lot of things. It's settled. The only new addition is Hazelwood. He has seemed to be delivering. I mean, from yeah. a, taking wickets in the first first few hours. And from a test fastballer to what he's doing now in T20 cricket is looking good. And it's good confidence for him as a player mm. once he gets into the Australian T20 camp. Yeah, I mean, you talked about Daniel Christian winning trophies all around the world. If you look at this team, they won IPLs. DJ Brower, he's been doing the same thing all around the world. So that's a very experienced unit and you can't 
write them off at all. And we talked about RCB. I think we covered RCB. And if you talk about KKR, Bora, Calcutta Knight Riders, they had only two wins when they came to Dubai and they yeah. won five out of seven games to mm. come to the qualifiers. I was talking about RCB having form behind them. KKR seemed to have the same thing behind them, even though their captain is not among runs, but he seemed to be leading that unit very well. What yeah, are your thoughts about KKR? Again, yeah, KKR, I think they changed captaincy mid-season. Dinesh Karthi let go and Oin yeah. Morgan took over. Leadership styles change and we've seen uh, the results come through. They've strung wins but it doesn't seem to be the fluent wings uh, wins that we need at the moment but nevertheless they are in the finals they've been led by one player Venkatesh Ayer who's the left-hand opener he's having a strong performance in this season mm. I've seen him bats balls he does everything you need so he's uh, and he, he's got that charisma or the confidence when he's out there in the middle when he's batting so mm. KKR seem to be bandaging the team as we go along because Andre Russell yep. is not fit. Um, they, we've yeah. seen in the media that he's trying to get back in. Then the middle orders not firing with DK, Morgan not getting those, you know, runs that we need. Shakiba Hassan's, I mean, he's a premier all-rounder. He'll be, he's opening the bowling attack for the team. Mm. But again, a bit unsettled there, but now the game is one player could take change the game overall. So even though it's two like few games, a one player can make a massive change. One inning or one spell is gonna change the game in that favor. So even if you have a misfire in eleven, you can still scrape through with a win. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'll take a half fit Andrew Russell any day of the week. You know, I'll yeah. I'll have him playing just for his batting. You know, even if he can't bowl, it's four overs. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting these couple of games in the final. So I'll be glued to the TV watching the final series. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to Oman. That's where Sri Lanka national team is at the moment. They played T uh, Twenty a couple of days ago, and uh, they were in trouble <clears throat> at the start. They lost four wickets for fifty one. Then Avishka and captain doesn't. Shanaka managed to get us to a respectable total of 162 and uh, we won the game by 19 runs. Our bowlers did well, unfortunately Nuan Pradeep, he walked off with an injury after two overs. He took two wickets but he's got a hamstring injury and uh, he's out of the World Cup now Bora. As you, you were talking about trying out combinations and uh, they seem to be trying few combinations already, isn't it? Yeah, I was watching the game because we try to analyze and see what the combinations that they're trying out leading up into the World Cup. I was watching the game and wasn't the best start and the thoughts go into, I'm sure if we are watching the games, the players itself were thinking, oh, hang on, now we're going to lose this game against against the Oman team. And that's the fear of failure that kicks in. So credit to the boys to change it around and get the, get an important win. It, it was a struggle, I think, at one stage because when Kamidu and I think it was Patum or Chandimal got out cheaply. Chandimal got out early. Back back. Yep. The guy was on a hat-trick and then... 
uh, even after a little while Patum got out and we were mm. now we're pretty much struggling and Avishka yeah. a strong performance at Avit Avishka and Dasun led uh, back in charge of it for us the good insight we have is we're trying to see what combinations or what team levels that we are trying to get in to fit each phase of the mm. game breaking down the three phases is a simple three phase scenario would be you got your power play the mm. middle order and the back end um, of the overs yeah so yeah. just understanding what the combinations our guys are trying is what i'm trying to spot from i mean there's one more game which is about to kick off late 1:30 a.m. Uh, yeah, in melbourne time. so yep. it's a late game for us to watch but hoping to see what to confirm what combinations we have in mind you're right i mean those power play runs has been been a problem for us for the last couple of series for us. maybe that's why they're trying few combinations but um do we really have to try out a batsman like Pratum Nisankar I mean this late into a world cup preparations is not that explosive top order bat we are looking for we are still waiting for Kusal Janit to come into this team maybe one reason why they wanted Avishka to come and bat at number 4 I don't know whether it's a permanent thing we'll know more when they play the game tonight but do we really need to try out a batsman like Patum this late yeah the only thing that could I could think of it I mean credit for Patum he gets a chance to prove himself another opportunity to see if he can secure his spot but I just have a feeling with KJP being injured he'll hold that opener slot So Patum was a feeling interesting to see if Avishka's move to number 4 is a permanent move because again Avishka has a strong credentials as a one day opener but he doesn't have the credentials as a T20 player but yep. Sri Lanka are trying to get a combination going so as it stands if uh Vishka bats at that number 4 position KJP probably will open and of course you have the guys like Vanidu coming into the middle lower middle order batting order slot and the players who are fighting for these slots are the Dinesh Chandimas um Dhananjay De Silva is not holding a spot yep. um, so it like what we both even you discussed was we won't be able to hold all three of those players playing together yeah. so the likes of you know DDS Charita Salanka Um, Kamidu um, playing in that level mm. together might be might, might struggle to find a spot yeah so again once we see the level today might pinpoint to the direction the guys are hoping to get out with yeah, um, yeah. but having a spot on to the bowling side i mean it looks a good a strong combination that we have you know mm. i've been working on a few game scenarios with her you know yeah. i've like uh, i've done a bit of homework i've shared with you yeah. some of Give the me, before we get into that we're still waiting for dushmanta and vanidhu to come into this team so you were talking yep. about you know our bowling strength it will get strengthened let's get into your analysis i would like to see that <laughs> i mean it's a we've got a decent side that we put together still punching above our weight is what mm. i feel going into a strong t20 tournament of play yeah. teams that have been playing out there so one scenario is sirasa picked himself out of selection yeah. on his own merit frustrating mm. for the camp because it's a common history of him being mm. being really honest uh, we've seen over i mean a career that spanned in probably 8 to 10 years maybe unfortunately he hasn't been able to overcome the injury concerns that are surrounding him so yeah. he's not in the 11 lahir kumaras uh, it was good to see him bowl four overs yep. 
Um, mm. So he is again a guy we talked about coming back from injury. Mm. He looks sharp. Good yeah, mm. good to sharp. Looks yep. good um, as well. So another strong performance. We'll need if he's to be in the strong mix. Tonight's game, he'll have to bowl the four overs. Yep. Um, just to get that mileage mm. behind him. Yeah. Um, build up the overs. So, but a fit. Uh, Lahiru Kumara is a good combination to have. The strength, I mean, we've seen the bowling attack of the last game. We had Sirasa, Lahiru, Mahesh Tikshana, um, Chamikara, Dasun Chanaka, and uh, Akila Dhananje. Akila Dhananje. Yep. It's also good to see Dasun Chanaka bowl his four overs. So there yep. he appears to be more emphasis on saying, look, he has to bowl be ready to bowl the quota mm. of overs or try to push through that spell. Yeah. So that's the 11 or the, the bowlers that we see coming into it. So the mixture I had, I've, I like playing around with numbers and I like span. And T20 gives you the freedom to narrow down a script of overs that you want to play. Yeah. Um, I've managed to get the five bowlers that we, we want to play a part to balance the combination out. Mm. So I've got... Dushmanta, Vanidu, Mahesh Tikshana as our three main bowlers. The support line would come through Chamika and Dasun. And the next bowler, Lahiru Kumara, if he's into the 11, that gives us that attack that we can bank on. Mm. Uh, or the Lahiru Kumara slash Akila Dananje slash or maybe Lakshan if yeah. it's the pitches are turning. So that that, mm. that, guy, that spot is open, mm. but the top five would be Dasun uh, Vanidu because they'll anyway play in the 11 with Chamika as batting as the all-rounders. Mm. The three bowlers would spread it out. Um, the faces we talk about, the bowling with Dushmanta, I think we'll see him bowl through the three phases of 1-1-2, one, one, which yeah. is one in the power play, one in the middle, yeah. and two in the back end. Yeah. Um, or they might spin it around, say, two in the power play and two in the back end. So, if you take a wicket, you might bowl another one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And whereas, yeah. I mean, one you do, you'll see more bowling one over in the power play and finish off through the middle, mm. middle of the overs. So probably from the one you would go eight. 10 and probably 13th over. That's yeah. the numbers I've marked down. So yeah. <laughs> You're all over this. <laughs> I'm all over this at the moment. If my Tikshana plays, he'll blow um, two up front. They probably bowl uh, or go one in the power play, one in the middle. Uh, or three in the middle to finish it up. Again, Mahesh Tikshana's overs will be done by the 14th over. So the back power back in overs, it depends. You ideally don't want them because they bowl that length where it's easy to clear out and yeah. hit through. So you don't want them going into the back ends. I've put the honors on Dasun to or Chamika to be the new ball bowlers to get uh, you know ease the pressure of a dushmanta yeah. so dasun if you're touching base on dasun you'd like dasun to bowl if or if he gets away if the ball swings slightly and he get on top of it he'll be able to sneak mm. in a second power play over and then to probably get either one in the middle and one in the back end some uh, scenario mm. like that. A few combinations for me, for us to play. Yeah. I mean, Chamika. Chamika will probably... Because we've seen him trying to support Dushmanta in the back end of the innings. Yeah, he's been doing a good job there. Yeah. Mm. And I've heard um, that he swings the ball a bit as well. So he might put his hands up to bowl in the... Uh, in the power play or the first few overs. Again, um, that's a combination to play. 
And with yeah. I remember I talked about a playing scenario where the first over we generally can mm. get away with a part time, or that's why I feel yeah. a guy like Dasun can get away with it. Or DDS. Or DDS. <laughs> I mean, if you remember, some time back when Sri Lanka was playing well, Angelo Matthews would bowl the new. Oh ball, yeah. And he yeah. got away with it. Um, he did. He had a good couple of spells. I think in the T20 in England against West Indies, he managed to. get a few wickets as well mm, so mm. these are combinations that we'll see been trialed out now that's that's very interesting you should you should get a job in this field or are you done a, <laughs> a really good job there um we'll, we'll probably try to get it on a table where we've colored out yeah the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can, yeah, maybe we can put it out somewhere in our social media. Um, no, that that's that's interesting. I mean, um, we are playing these two games in Oman. Then we are heading to Dubai to play yeah. uh, play against uh, Namibia and Ireland. Then we are playing yeah. uh, in Sarjah against Netherlands. So the pitches, as we discussed earlier, pitches are getting a bit tired there. So we might yeah. not have three fast bowlers in the team. We might. be using an extra spinner and maybe that's where someone like DDS or Kamil Mendes uh, will come into play where you can get few overs from them isn't it bora yeah. and, and the, the good top... thing playing in abu dhabi with is the ground the ground is slightly a bit Bigger. larger in size yep. yeah so our spinners can get away with it as well mm. so there's a bit of protection you need your heavy hitters to go sit yeah. hit sixes so it gives us a bit of time to play cuz if we are strong in the field or we a good running between the wickets that kind of evens out it comes into our game scenario where i mean we've heard i mean a lot of the players talk about we are not strong boundary hitters or you know power hitters to yeah. hit sixes mm. we are more we try to hit off the new ball get to make use of the power play restrictions score runs mm. build it to the middle overs and then uh, bank on that so yeah. it might it works out for us in that aspect if you're trying to justify the ground conditions for our favor and uh, mahela is joining us uh, in dubai as well so he's he's fresh from ipl he's been there for the last few weeks and um, that's a big input into our team let's move on to a little bit of cricket news from sri lanka they are planning to start our domestic season end of this month which is a good news because they haven't been playing any cricket at all apart from that t20 tournament they played with four teams plus yeah. there's going to be a a team tour happening in sri lanka as well pakistan a team coming to sri lanka this tour and the uh, club tournament will happen at the same time exactly good news to hear with the announcement of the ma- tours that are happening and the matches that are kicking off with the told the committee the advisory committee laying out certain changes a challenge they had was not being able to play cricket to make about these changes mm. that we discussed about making sri lanka cricket back into you know a force to uh, a strong team in international cricket so seeing these amount of cricket coming back is a good sign I mean A team cricket was unheard of in the last few years. Yeah. Now we have a team coming in so mm-hmm. um it's it means there are more platforms for players to perform. Um I've yeah. seen Lasith Ambuldenius in the A team squad. He is a strong player for us leading the I mean the longer format of cricket. He, he looks like a spinner who can play 
in any conditions we mm. i mean i know we have the greats or previous greats who've done really well um lasit ambuldenia is i mean he's got all the credentials to be up there he looks good he i mean he's done well overseas so seeing him in that a team setup me it's good for him as well to get more time on this belt because we'll need him in the mix yeah good thing is they picked some of the test boys into this a team tour because as you said they haven't been playing any cricket at all so they play two four day games and three unofficial one days you know that will give them a good opportunity to you know have to play some quality cricket as you said like a team cricket you know when we were playing you know there was a a team tour every every 2 3 months so that's something uh, the domestic cricketers look forward to you know they'll try to do a little bit more extra get into that plane to go to india or go to england or go to uh, new zealand yeah. wherever the a team is traveling you know so that gives you that extra motivation to do well this is really good news from sri lanka cricket well if you move on to international cricket again bora um, ashes cricket is finally gets the green light from both cricket board with few conditions in there but but um it's good news isn't it yeah good news good to see um england deciding to come over here um there's a few things going on in social media number one mm. uh, i think the boards are trying to make it comfortable for the traveling english team to come here team pain is in the wars in social media bamiami they're not going to be traveling out here so they are <laughs> dishing a few things up this way yeah. um, it's got sucked into it isn't it Yeah, it's been thrown out here. Exactly. <laughs> We've seen that happening, but I think you'd think he'd, he'd stay away, but he like, he re- he's been reeled in. Yeah. <laughs> no, And no, you're right. Strong yeah. sledges on that with her. They've unsettled that camp oh. by throwing that sledge. I mean, we've all seen it in the media. I mean, Tim Payne responded to it. He's like, because they were saying if Joe Root scores 80 runs or something, he'd scored... more runs than team pain has done in his entire career this yeah. year <laughs> yeah. uh, and he he bought into it this is a cricket podcast and we don't want to get into politics but what england are saying is they got a point you know they have sorted out their vaccines and everything and um, we are yet to get there so and it's very hard to travel between the states as well so they want to know where they're going to play and uh, all that and uh, It's good to see finally at least they met halfway and decide to go ahead with the Ashes which is we all been looking forward to Tama Exactly we need the Ashes kicking off here Boxing Day test to be an Ashes game and I mean we'll miss the probably you might not have the crowd in unless the vaccines uh, or like you know hit the yeah. numbers and restrictions ease but we want that cricket coming in England coming here but Australia still got a strong team uh, at home uh, yeah. with Joe Root's team I mean they want to be traveling where they feel comfortable that's I think the more call that we've been asking that's why a lot of meetings have been held between the boards just to know okay because yeah. as it stands there's a lot it's covid fatigue we call it or the bubble fatigue yeah. uh, that the players face they want assurance and you need support of your family is coming you know having them around mm. so i think few things would have 
been discussed in these meetings. I mean, I was reading, I was and I was telling you with I think the English team might be based out in Hillsville, which is more yeah, yeah. regional area here in Victoria. But a in the Indiana Valley, setup. they'll be having a few wines on the weekend. <laughs> as a, you know, I mean, relaxing. You know, I think they're going to start in Brisbane. That's the plan. They're going to start in Brisbane. Then, then the families will come to Melbourne and join them there. That's why they want them to quarantine in a winery um, in the Yarra region. Uh, ben Stork, there's a question mark around his inclusion into this Ashes tour. We haven't seen anything from him for the last few months. And uh, I saw something on social media. He was he posed for a photo with his wife with a wrapped uh, finger. I think he's still nursing that finger injury as well. And uh, he wanted a break from cricket. It'll be interesting yeah. to see whether he'll join this touring party. Yeah, I think a few combinations on the English camp. I mean, Mohin Ali is retired from mm. Test cricket. He is not going to be coming out here. I'd like to see the leg spinner included, Matt Parkinson. He played a year of great cricket in Sydney. He's in good bowling form. We've seen uh, some video clips of him, you know, turning the ball square, um, hitting the wicket. So, He'll play a part in the Sydney Test match uh, with the Australian camp, with the fixtures, traditional fixture, Brisbane, how Sri Lanka plays in goal, Australia plays yeah, yeah. the first game in Brisbane, just to set it up, the confidence of, you know, that's the strength mm. piece in the Australian ca- camp in, in ground conditions. Hopefully, I mean, we'll see the players have more freedom with the bubble concept, uh, having yeah. their families with them. And Boxing Day, Christmas, New Year's Eve, mm. you want your families around Capacity you, crowd. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be homesick. Um, you're going to be fatty. They're not going to be performing well. Taking those into consideration, it'll it'll happen. I mean, Australia hasn't played much international cricket, so they don't. They're not used to. They're not seeing what the effects no. of what this bubble life is. No, they hardly travel. Just being empathetic to what's happening in the teams around you, understanding mm. their, what they're saying, because they've been in different series involved in a lot of cricket, so they know the boundaries around the restrictions but also feel okay this yeah. is the support networks we need to be performing yeah. as professional players i'm sure gabba will happen then adelaide a bit of a doubt there as well then yeah melbourne sydney will definitely happen yeah perth is a bit of a uncertainty there <laughs> They might yeah. have to go to Tassie to play the last test. Yeah. So I'm just thinking thinking ahead. Uh, yeah. the, last time India uh, were here, they had scenarios like that. Weren't sure where they were playing. There were talks that yeah. Sydney might play back-to-back test matches. Yep. Or there were talks about not mm. wanting to travel out there. Yeah. So a lot of uncertainty in mm. the camp. Yeah, but that's what Australia is looking forward to. As mm. as similar us as domestic players here in community sport, we want the green light to say we are good to go. We are hoping yeah. for a good announcement this week, and then you know, come November first or second week, we'll be playing our first first game for our yeah. teams. We've got a strong presence of Sri Lankan players in the community teams spread across. Especially in Melbourne. Uh, especially in Melbourne, there's yeah. a strong presence of Sri Lankan players. A lot of 
ex-Sri Lankan players, club players, as well as homegrown Sri Lankans, you know, a community. Second, third generation. Yeah. Yeah, of players. There's a good presence of that players in the camp, uh, in mm. Premier Cricket. There are a few Sri Lankans who are pushing four spots into Premier, Premier I mean, not Premier, yeah. trying to represent Victoria State Cricket. So mm. wish them well as well. Whoever's following Premier Cricket in Victoria, keep an eye out on those teams, support some of the players around that. We are coming to the end of this episode as well, Bora. And before we wrap up, I want to read out a couple of listener comments. Aravindan Ratnikumar from London on Facebook has said loving the podcast uh, not much English content on Sri Lanka cricket so love listening and always look forward to the next episode keep up the fabulous work thanks Aravindan um, keep listening thanks for the great feedback I mean you guys keeps us going isn't it Bora? yeah I've go on to the next comment Mahil Dabarera on YouTube really nice work guys I was waiting for a podcast on Sri Lanka cricket in English and Estelle our guest in the last episode knows a lot about cricket and made some valid points thank you Mahil that's I mean encouraging news for us as we work towards bringing quality content. Estelle was a star. Um, I mean, she mm. was lovely. She had massive insight into the sport. Yeah, that, that was a great episode. I mean, if you haven't listened to it, you, you should definitely go and listen to that episode. We talked about a lot of things, not only women's cricket, but uh, cricket in general. And it was, it was really fun to have that chat with her. And uh, many people have requested us to do more interviews and um, we're going to track down a few guests uh, with interesting stories. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to drop an episode every week or every other week, isn't it, Bora? Yeah, that's the plan. Something I'd like to add, Vida, is we'll probably post in the notes my little graph that oh, I will work with. Just yeah. uh, we'll try to get it in the bowling. I mean, it's a very amateur table of bowling, but would like to know the viewers' thoughts as well, like yeah. what are the combinations they have in mind probably next week we'll talk about the backing yeah. combination as well what we can so, do is we can post it on our facebook community as well Bora. if you want us to send it to you just send us a message we'll we'll send it to you i think that's a wrap up thank you for joining us today and uh, we would like you to subscribe to this podcast on apple google spotify and all the other leading podcast providers and then you will be able to listen to the latest episode as soon as it is released yeah you can find us on our socials and also send us feedback to our email Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast at gmail.com. We will add all our links for socials in the show notes. Um, if you like to check out the video version, we are on YouTube. Just get on Google on YouTube, search Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. We appear up there. And we really appreciate if you can leave us a quick review on Apple Podcast with a generous five stars. That will help other cricket-loving listeners like you to find this podcast and We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, enjoy the game. See you next week, guys.